to machine learning and talk about why El Morada or El Moroda El Mardor was a trade center. It's interesting because this will actually tie into chocolate. So hope you like this. The answer to the question is simple. It was the center of important trade. It was a junction of two trade routes, one east-west, one north-south. The latter was more important, was the one that crossed the isthmus of Tehuantepec. It was at this point that the trade with the Oaxaca to the region of the Gulf of Mexico was transferred from the Pacific to the Atlantic Slope. This route had two branches, one of which went to the Gulf of Mexico and the other to the Valley of Mexico. The latter was the most important. It went through the state of Oaxaca and passed near the site of the city of Oaxaca, the present capital of the state. From here, it went to the Valley of Mexico, where it made contact with the northern route in the center of Mexico. The trade route from Oaxaca to the Gulf of Mexico passed by the site of El Mirador, El Mirador. All along this route in pre-Hispanic times passed an important merchandise, cocoa, or chocolate, cocoa. It was this trade that led to the founding of the city of El Mirador. The cocoa tree is a relative of the tropical American palm tree, the coconut palm. The fruit of this tree is a pod, round on the both ends and about the size of a large plum. Inside the pod are several yellowish seeds, each about the size of a chicken egg, within tin, uh, thin shell and sweet, fatty, edible pulp. The seeds are collected and transported to a place where they are sold, and then they are roasted in an earthen oven, and they are sufficiently roasted. They are removed, and the shell is removed. The kernel is then ground into powder. This is the preparation of a beverage and a con, um, confederacy. Okay, where are cocoa beans grown? So the question is, is could they grow in North America? Uh, did the Spaniards bring them to North America? And typically they are grown about 20 degrees of the equator and uh, this is known as the coca, coca beans or belt. The coca beans or the coca beans, C-A-C-A-O, come from the Theobrahma coca tree. The Theobrahma coca tree is a fruit tree whose names mean food of the gods. The coca beans... Um, which are technically seeds, grow inside pods surrounded by white fleshy pulp known as baba. The Thrama coca tree flourishes in hotter tropical climates at lower elevations, less than 2,000 feet. It needs a growing area where there is ample rainfall and yet sufficient soil drainage. Because the coca tree also requires abundance of shade, it is often planted with other large fruit trees like mango or hardwoods. Coca trees are relatively short, only growing to about 
15 to 25 feet. It takes about five years for a coca tree to grow mature and start producing coca pods. The beans grow in a football-shaped pod on the trunk of the tree and from larger branches. The average coca tree produces 30 to 40 coca pods a year. These pods are typically harvested two times a year and can be either green, yellow, orange, or red, depending on the variety of coca tree. So the countries that produce coca, uh, coca, coca, uh, are Brazil, Brazil, Colombia, and Peru, and that that's the main producers. Uh, coca is grown by forty to fifty million coca farmers in more than fifty countries. It's huge. Fifty percent, ninety percent of the world's coca is grown on small family farms, while about five percent is grown in large industrial commercial plantations. Uh, for the majority of these farmers, coca is their primary source of income. Many make less than a dollar a day from their hard work. Hmm. Very popular, though. Okay, so let's go back. As mentioned, the coca tree was introduced in the New World by the Spaniards, who learned about it from the Isles of Azores and the Canaries once it had been brought by the Portuguese. They took it West Indies where it cultivated in the 6th century and then it was brought to mainline America. Um, coca is characterized by large unlobed alternating leaves, small pinkish flowers producing clusters uh, directly on the trunk and branches. The chocolate residue found in ancient Mayan pots suggests Mayan were drinking chocolate 2,600 years ago. The earliest record of caco used chocolate was important luxury good throughout pre-Columbia Mesoamerica, and the cocoa beans were often used as currencies. The Aztecs associated chocolate with Exochiculex, the goddess of fertility. Coco reflects on the principal bi-level functionality. Seeds of the coco serve the individual function of reproduction for the plant. There are hundreds of chemicals that affect moods, soothing the mind, providing nutrition, stimulating the taste buds. The plants also offer ecological function in providing food for various animals and including insects. Um, one, there's two competing hypothesis about the origins of the original Theobrahma coca tree. One is the originated distributed from southeast Mexico to the Amazon basin with domestication taking place both in La Candian area of Mexico and in the lowland South America. But recent studies of Thrombra coco 
genetics seem to show the plant originated in the Amazon and was distributed by humans throughout Central America and Mesoamerica. The scientific name Theobrahma means food of the gods. The word caco itself derives from Nahuli or Aztec language called Kahula, learned at the time of conquest. Then it was first encountered by the Spanish. So there's our Spanish link now with the Aztecs. Similar words from the plant and byproducts are attested in a number of indigenous Mesoamerican languages. Today, uh, chocolate or cocoa is cultivated in Brazil, Ghana, Nigeria, Ivory Coast, and in West Africa. Um, the, yeah, and so again, in the Mayans, they, they used it for fertility, the worship, um, was discovered by the gods in the mountain, also contained other desirable foods to be used by Maya, according to this mythology. The plum serpent gave Kako to the Maya after humans were created from maize by divine gr grandmother goddess Ex Mukane Ko Ko. The Maya celebrate an annual festival in April to honor their Kako. God Ekchuka, an event that included the sacrifice of a dog with caco colored markings, additional animal sacrifices, offering of caco feathers and incense, and the exchange of gifts. In a similar Aztec uh, mythology, the Mexica Aztec god Quetzalcoatl discovered caco or cacahuatl or bitter water in a mountain filled with other plant foods. Caco was offered regularly to the pantheon of Mexico de deities and Madrid Codex depicts priests lancing their earlobes auto-sacrifice and covering caco with blood as a suitable sacrifice to the gods. The caco beverage as ritual was used only by men as believed to be toxic for women and children. Kako is described in ancient texts for ceremonial medicine, medicinal, and culinary uses. Columbus even uh, encountered Kako. They were originally thought to be almonds, but they later then discovered that it was cocoa. Um, they, they were brought back to Spain by the Spaniards from the Aztecs and the caco was introduced to the Spanish court in 1544 by Quechi Maya nobles brought from New World to Spain by Dominican friars to meet Prince Philip Co and Co within a century the culinary and medical uses of chocolate had spread to France and England, elsewhere in Western Europe. Demand for this beverage led the French to establish cocoa plantations in the Caribbean, while Spain subsequently developed their cocoa plantations in the Philippine colony. 
the Nahula uh, derived Spanish word caco entered scientific nomenclature in 1753 after Swedish naturalist Linnaeus published his taxonomic binomial system and coined the genesis and species Thrombrabia Brahma, food of the gods. It was also used for currency. Um, so that's my take on on El Mirador and the link to chocolate.